So in my life in the universe class, which is an astrobiology class, super interesting, super fun, also a little bit hard. Um, we are currently on the unit involving the search for extraterrestrial life. So there's this equation called the Drake equation, and it attempts to estimate the number of technological civilizations that are currently in the Milky Way galaxy. So basically, we're trying to estimate how many civilizations might be out there that we can communicate with or travel to, or that have also developed some sort of technology to travel and communicate interstellarly. So the equation is N equals R times FP times NE times FL times FI times FC times L. So the first variable R is the star formation rate. So basically the average rate of star formation in our galaxy. And we know that in our galaxy, um, there are about five to 10 stars formed per year on average. And this is actually the only number in the Drake equation that is like well-determined. So the next variable is FP, which is the fraction of those stars that have planets. So we know that about one in six stars searched have Earth-like planets so far. The next variable is NE, which is the average number of planets that can potentially support life per star that has planets. So basically the fraction of planets that are habitable and where liquid water is possible. The next variable, FL, is the fraction of the above number that actually go on to develop life at some point. So the miracle of life, which can basically be broken down to nucleic acids, um, has occurred on Earth, but we don't know of any other place with that life yet. So the next variable, FI, is the fraction of life-bearing planets that have ever had intelligent life. So this kind of gets to the issue of what chance intelligence has to develop um, if life has developed. So basically the probability of intelligence developing if life has developed on that planet. The next variable, FC, is the fraction of civilizations that develop a technology that releases detectable signs of their existence into space. So basically, the fraction of technological civilizations within those planets and civilizations. And um, we know that on Earth, we've only had radio communication and space travel for less than a century. So that is such a tiny fraction of the history of the universe. So Earth suggests that this fraction would be one because out of the planets that can potentially support life, which is one so far, and out of those planets, all one of them, um, intelligent life has developed. And out of that fraction, which is still one, technology has advanced. And out of that fraction, technology has advanced to the point where we can transmit signals and communications interstellarly. So given Earth, the fraction would be one there. And the last variable, L, is the length of time that those civilizations release detectable signals into space. So basically how long those technological civilizations are able to last. 
So now the real question here is, can civilization survive their technology? Like, essentially, will they destroy themselves? How long can technological civilizations last? So there was basically a little problem here to kind of put the whole equation together and really see it in context. So if we destroy ourselves in the next 100 years, we will have been at the technical level for interstellar communication for about 160 years. So if intelligent life takes 3 billion years to develop and the universe is 13 billion years old, then the window for intelligent life to survive is, and then we put it all together and L would equal about 0.00000016. So that is a very, very small window of time. So that variable L, um, length of time, is basically kind of the most difficult parameter to estimate. So if we put it all together, then um, plug all those numbers into the equation and n equals about 160 civilizations now capable of interstellar communication. So that's pretty crazy. That's pretty insane to think about. Um, but theoretically speaking, um, that would be the number of civilizations that are actually capable of interstellar communication that are out there somewhere but, you know, we still haven't been able to find them. Maybe they're light years away. Maybe they're in the past. Maybe they're in the future. Who knows? But, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And that's the Drake equation for you. So the only downside to the Drake equation is that it depends on many unknown variables. So a realistic estimate of the number of civilizations would range from about 8 to as many as 1 million. And now that's a huge range of possibilities uh, for answers for the equation. So that kind of makes the equation pretty uncertain. A pessimistic estimate would say that we are the only one, the only civilization out there that is capable of transmitting signals. Um, and even for optimistic estimates, we would just barely be at the threshold of being able to communicate with other civilizations. So with that being said, the main criticism of the Drake equation is that none of the terms are known, so most of them can't even be estimated. As a result, the equation could have any value from billions all the way to zero. So arguably, an expression that can mean anything means nothing. However, I would strongly argue against that criticism, um, even though the numbers and the values are so unknown, um, it still provides a framework, it still provides a foundation for estimating this number of civilizations, um, regardless of if we actually know all of the variables. I mean, look at calculus, half of it is unknown variables that we kind of work around to still get a framework or some kind of structure for how something would play out or how we would estimate this number despite not actually being able to fill in all the numbers. So that's how I would argue against the criticism. But some people may argue that the expression is completely meaningless, completely invalid, and there is no use for it. But I would argue against that 
and I believe the Drake Equation is an awesome representation of how to estimate how many civilizations are out there that could possibly communicate with us. And I don't know about y'all, but even just looking at an equation like this and, you know, thinking about all the variables just makes you realize how unique and how rare and special Earth is and life in general. I mean, for us to actually have a habitable planet and for all of those conditions and molecules and circumstances to allow this to happen on our planet and even further not only for life to develop here, but for intelligent life to develop and intelligent enough to transmit signals to communicate with other civilizations, that is insanely incredible. So always keep that in mind when you're thinking about things like this and how it relates to Earth and us as human beings. And, you know, this is not just some random equation. This is literally life.